You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel. This is the first live Showreel for 2024, so that's fairly exciting. Today we're going to feature the Setting Sun uh, film festival, which is coming up a bit later in the year, but uh, they've got their deadline for any entries that might want to go in there. And uh, so I thought I'd have a chat with uh, the uh, film festival director, uh, Anna Berezoukas, and find out a little bit, remind everybody what the Setting Sun Film Festival is and uh, how they can um, be part of it. So we'll do that uh, shortly. But there's a couple of uh, things I want to tell you about before we get on to that. Uh, One of them is I got a note from um, filmmaker producer, director, editor, and uh, uh, Zinam Zaban, who is the uh, winner of the Change Award Adelaide Film Festival 2022, uh, as well as um, Human Rights Award Montreal Independent Film Festival 2023. And it's all about the film uh, Luku Nagara, the Law of the Land. You'll be aware of this fantastic film, hopefully. If you're not, you should be. It's quite an extraordinary film. And it's going to be available to stream online for free on Invasion Day. That's the 26th of uh, January next week. That's Friday next week. Uh, You really should go out of your way to have a look at it because it really does give you some understanding of First Nations views on uh, their place in this country and uh, what needs to be done in order for this country to heal some of its wounds. It's called The Law of the Land, uh, Luka Nara. It's L-U-K-U. N-G-A-R-R-A, The Law of the Land. And you can check it out by uh, going to www.lukungarafilm.com. That's L-U-K-U-N-G-A-R-R-A-F-I-L-M.com. And uh, the entry code is FREEOST, and it's capitals F-R-E-E. A-U-S-T. I'll put these details on our podcast so that you can get the information. But uh, Law of the Land will get you through to it. They're also going to be launching a new education movement called Truth Telling Together. 
It's a website for, uh, and all the information you can get about that is by going to www.truthtellingtogether.com. This is a very important initiative, especially for people who have felt aggrieved about the failure of the referendum, but also who were a progressive no. Um, the um, they're going to launch a chuff fundraiser to uh, get all of the 50 hours of extra footage shot during the making of Luca Nagra into further education truth-telling resources. And you can find out more about that if you go to chuffed, C-H-U-F-F-E-D dot org forward slash project forward slash truth-telling with Drongdara. Drongdara. This is, but that's the name of the um, person who's uh, the elder, who's the leading light. Uh, but as I said, I'll put these up on the podcast so that you can have a look. It's important stuff, and uh, it's something that uh, everybody in uh, Australia probably needs to really get involved in truth telling together. Go to the website. You'll find out all the information you need. Um, The other is the law of the land. You can find out all the information that I've just sort of told you and you'll be able to get the information that you need. But you'll be able to see the film free of charge on Invasion Day. So it's worth getting onto that um, because I'll have to say it's a film that uh, is very enlightening. Uh, It was a film that uh, taught me things I didn't know and uh, it really gave me some perspective on the issues that uh, we as uh, people in this country really should be abreast with. There are a couple of other things that were interesting that came up this week. There's a new uh, CEO for the Melbourne International Film Festival, Damien Hodgkinson. He's taken over as the CEO, or well he will, on, by March, and he's the former um, CEO, the uh, man on the tiller, for the uh, International Comedy Festival. So he's uh, changed a ship. He's uh, well known for some uh, pretty exciting stuff that he did with the uh, uh, festival. Uh, And uh, he's now going to uh, be uh, uh, in charge of uh, the the general direction for the Melbourne International Film Festival. So that's uh, pretty interesting. And the other thing that you might be interested in is that the uh, Australian International Documentary uh, Conference, uh, AIDIC, A-I-D-C, have just uh, announced the uh, 15 projects and teams selected to take part in the Factory International Pitching Showcase. Now, this is held at the Edge in Federation Square during the um, uh, uh, International Documentary Conference, ADIC, on 2024. That's going to be on the 3rd to the 6th of March at ACME, Melbourne, NAM. And uh, the projects are going to be, um, it's pretty amazing stuff, actually. It showcases um, Central Showcase, New Talent Showcase and Rough Cut Showcase. And it's all about being, people being able to uh, put forward their um, projects for general, um, you know, they're learning, what they're learning is they've got to put forward what their project's going to be and uh, they're going to uh, tell people why they should put money into it. But it's they're doing it for a um, group of people who are um, the team's uh, 
uh, pitch the projects to a world-class lineup of decision makers. These are people who have access to international uh, outlets for their projects, so it's all pretty exciting. And it's um, so if you want to, you should put it on your in your diary to find out more about it. Uh, a couple of the projects: Chasing the Last Giants, Married Couples, Stephen Pearson, Dr. Jean Stra- Sanger, photographs striking giant tree portraits around the world on their quest to save Tasmanian's grove of giants from being lost forever. Um, Camels of the Sea, facing rampant and often illegal industrialisation on India's west coast. A nomad called Adam Abridson struggles to keep his family, his swimming camels and his sense of self together. This is These are just some of the 15 projects. Fantastic stuff. Uh, and uh, you should be aware that uh, the conference is coming up. It's coming up in March. And that would be worth putting on your calendar. But uh, before we get on to the next part of the program, let's hear about Setting Sun Entries. The 11th Annual Setting Sun International Film Festival is calling for entries for its 2024 festival. Enter your short film or feature and help celebrate the occasion. There are loads of great prices, including $1,000 for best film. For your chance to be in the running and see your film screened at the gorgeous Sun Theatre or at Kindred Studios, both in Yarraville, head to settingsun.com.au. Entries close on the 31st of January 2024. Setting Sun is a 3CR supporter. You're with Annie on Showreel and uh, we're going to go straight to that same voice, Anna Varazukas, who is the leading light at uh, uh, Setting Sun, with all the other volunteers and all the other people who are involved over in the West, uh, with this great film festival. So this is my chat with Anna. Let's start off with uh, how long Setting Sun Film Festival has been going. It's a great success, really, isn't it? Yes, it's uh, been... This is the 11th year. Yeah. Um, exciting, isn't it? It is exciting, yeah. What are some I mean, it's phenomenal, really. It's been going that long. Tell me about some of the changes that you've seen uh, from, you know, beginning to now, because it started from a, a, a good idea, but you've been working on it and developing it, haven't you? Well, I guess it just started off with uh, um, just providing the Western suburbs with its sort of its own film festival so that people in the area could... Um, you know, could you know access a quality local film, a film festival locally without having to go, you know, over the Westgate Bridge to, you know, St Kilda or Mears or any of the other festivals. So that was the main thing, and the other thing was just really just to um, ensure the sort of the cultural diversity of the area um, was represented on screen. So there was a, a few things in the early days. Um, I mean, I think we didn't have all the the online platforms that we do now. So a lot of the um, stuff would come, people would have to send me YouTube or a Vimeo um, link to, to view the film and then they would have to send to the Sun Theatre, they would have to send like a USB or, a, you know, a, a CD, a DVD, that kind of, just to get it all done, you know, to get it all made. So all of that technology changed too and now everything's just uploaded into Film Freeway and films are downloaded from there too or they're just, sent as a Google link usually more often than not. 
Um, so all of that's changed as well. Well, that's uh, also because of COVID, I suppose. Everybody got, um, you, you're now offering a hybrid festival, aren't you? Oh, we're actually back to normal this year. This year's actually just a physical festival. So we did do a hybrid festival for about three years. Um, but this year, we're going to just do it all in the um, in the cinema, in venues. So it'll be a combination of, um, it'll be at the Sun Theatre, Kindred Studios, the Greek Centre in the city, and, and maybe a couple of other venues that have yet to be worked out. Okay, and so tell us about why you've decided on that. I mean, what what's the beauty of having everything uh, available, you know, people coming together like that? Well, I guess, um, I mean, most people prefer to, you know, view a film, I guess, if they can. They want to see their films with their crew and their families and, and with, you know, a general audience anyway. Um, you know, and, and seeing, you know, going to a theatre office, that it's not the same sort of watching a, a link at home in the room or in your lounge room on your device. And seeing something up on a big screen is always, you know, it's always more wonderful. Yeah, it is. And you get more, yeah. And, and yeah, could... so it's, it's more social. It's more social and it's a better... I mean, you know, um, films are made for big screens, really, aren't they? So they're made to be desi designed to be enjoyed that way. Also, um, you've got a lot of partnerships, haven't you? So this, uh, by having things uh, live like this, it means that you can actually... People can meet each other. They can, yeah. So we usually opening opening night. We usually have a, a night for the sponsors and um, filmmakers. So that we it does give a lot of opportunities for people to network and to um, make contact with other filmmakers. So we have a because by doing a lot of our venues, we do a lot of our events at Kindred Studios now. So although it's fantastic being at the Sun Theatre and having that theatrical experience, um, other venues, so the smaller venues that aren't necessarily cinemas. You know, because we do them in bars and stuff, so it gives people an opportunity to mingle, and um, and that's really great too, especially for something like film, which is a collaborative process that gives people an opportunity to um, meet other filmmakers and perhaps work on things that you know at a later date. Well, originally uh, it was mainly targeted for the large amount of uh, Western uh, Melbourne's uh, filmmakers. Uh, but it's now international, isn't it? You take on board uh, entries from all over the place. We do, yeah. So that was something that, um, you know, they just developed. That was not something that, um, we, know, you know, we haven't pitched it at an international audience, but international audiences, you know, found us. So I think a lot of that came from just Film Freeway. We always got a small percentage of international films. And then when we went on... Um, you know, started accepting entries through Film Freeway and using their platform, you know, we found the amount of films that came in from overseas increased. And then we also have, um, like, we last couple of years we've had a French language program and we've also had a Greek language program um, as well as just general international films. So it's really good to be able to offer, um, you know, films from other countries. A lot of the French films have been... Um, shown at Cannes as well. The one we did last year, there were a lot of award-winning films. So that's been really great. Yeah. Oh, that's really amazing. So who's the partner you have to help you with the French language side of it? How does I that happen? Distributors. I work with a few distributors. Oh, right. And I just source films. 
Oh, isn't that interesting? Um, I, well, I mean, Greek, I know that you've got a partnership with the Greek uh, Film Festival, don't you? We have a partnership with the Greek community of Melbourne and we run a program, a Greek and Cypriot language program there every year. We've been doing that for about, I think we've been doing that since about, you know, since before, I reckon since about when COVID started, maybe that was our first one and then we had to, that would have been 2020. So this is about our um, third one that we'll be doing this year. Actually, fourth. It'll be our fourth one. Um, and they do actually run a, their own film festival. So they run a lot of events and they run their own film festival. And including, they used to run a short film, a Greek Australian short film festival, which is very confusing. But this is actually, um, this program is actually a partnership with the Athens Short Film Festival. And we, they show some of our films in their festival and we show a selection of their films in our festival. So it's a partnership of a, a cultural exchange and we do it at the Greek Community um, Centre in Melbourne, um, obviously, because it's, 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 anyone can go, but the target audience tends to be Greek, but anyone can go. All right. And are they um, uh, subtitled? Some, yeah, they're, they're all subtitled, but some are in English. They're English language. They're not necessarily Greek, but, yes, they're all subtitled. Oh, is that fascinating? Um, That's why most short films are subtitled in English, really, because, you know, most of the really big festivals are English-speaking. So most yeah. filmmakers, when they enter, yeah, most filmmakers will, have, will tend to have an English subtitle. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and, yeah, and, and of course... Um, Setting Sun also has a big uh, connection with local schools and uh, and their filmmaking programs, don't they? Well, we used to, we we tap in with Footscray High. Um, they used to have a taste there where they used to have a film school there um, that closed down a little while ago. But we do liaise with Footscray High, um, Willie High. There's different schools in the area. We also have a, a contact with our college. Um, they're not exactly local. Um, but, and we also used to have, um, we, you know, have contacts with Victoria University. We still, you know, do have contacts there. And the students enter our, um, our, our program, yeah. Oh, um, just as a matter of interest, why did their TAFE film school close down? That, I didn't realise that. I don't know, but they, to be honest, if they closed down, maybe there was um, lack of funding. A lot of, a lot of courses um, got closed down a, a while ago. Like a lot of sort of professional writing and editing courses got closed down by the um, the former uh, federal government. Um, you know, the funding wasn't provided anymore. So maybe they just didn't see the financial. I, honestly, I wouldn't know, but I would say usually these things are usually close because of funding. Oh, that's a real you pity. Know, they got... Yeah, it's a real pity because it was quite clear that it, it was a great program that you were showing of their films. Yeah, so we would get some of their films in, yeah, definitely. But we get a lot of um, films from all the other film schools too. So we get a lot of films from Swinburne, VCA, um, RMIT, you know, all of the like Box Hill um, we do get, we still get a lot of um, films coming in from um, film students. We have an emerging filmmakers program and an award, and they and we tend to get a lot of films coming under that umbrella. So we get a, a lot of 
film school. But yeah, well, obviously we don't get them from Footscray Film School anymore. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I know they did a lot of redevelopment up there as well. They extended the school upstairs and the high school, so maybe that might have something to do with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. I just was interested. Uh, um, now that you've touched on it, you have quite a variety of different um, entry uh, sections, don't you? Can you tell my listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, well, we have just a, a general short film section that accepts films up to uh, 40 minutes and that anybody can enter that. And then we have a feature film section, um, which is primarily Australian-made Australian films. We we generally screen Victorian, so it's open to everybody. Um, but our preference is for a Victorian-made film. We also have a female filmmaker section, which is which is the first female filmmaker section in Australia. I know a lot of other there's female film festivals now, and everyone's doing a female filmmaker program. But we were very proudly the first. We have. Um, we have a youth section for people secondary school and under. We have an emerging filmmaker section, which tends to be for film school students. Um, we have, you know, categories for documentaries, animation, with Indigenous film. Uh, we have, you know, something for everyone. We have a cultural diversity award as well, which we get a lot of films under that banner. Um, and that sort of, you know, for any, it can be anything from disability, sexuality, gender identity, race, culture, age. Um, we get a, a wide variety of films, people entering to win that award. Um, we tend to share a lot of those ones on opening night as well. So, yeah, we have lots of something, hopefully, that's diverse. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, how do you uh, get um, to, I mean... There must be a lot of uh, people putting um, uh, films in, are there? Um, yeah, I mean, we're still collecting entries now, but, yeah, we get a few hundred. Uh, so you're coming up to your deadline, aren't you? You're still collecting uh, entries, aren't you? Yeah, so we collect up until the 31st of January. We're doing some, you know, we do, you know, letting some late people, you know, you always get a few late ones coming in, especially high school kids and stuff. Um, but generally we, you know, the cutoff is the 31st of January. Um, and so we've still got another two weeks to go. Oh, that's good. And the, and the other thing that, uh, what are they in, I mean, getting your film up on a big screen is a fantastic uh, thing for a filmmaker and having an audience. But if you're a winner, what sort of diversity of program uh, um, prizes are there for these people? Oh, we have everything from um, cash to just um, in-kind prizes, whether it's equipment hire or um, you know stuff, you know tickets, tickets, free tickets to the Sun Theatre. Um, primarily cash. We have a thousand dollars for the best film overall which is open to an international or local filmmaker. We have $500 for the best female filmmaker um, feature film. We have a screening, a free screen. We pay for the screening at you know, Kindred and, and we have a Q&A to follow that. And then uh, we have Hummingbird Rentals. They, they, um, they give a $2,000 hire voucher for their um, you know, cameras and lights and all sorts of equipment like that for anyone wanting to make a film. We have... Um, for the best youth film, we have a DaVinci Resolve Studio package, and 
yeah, so, you know, it's, it's mainly cash. Well, that's, of course, what people like and also in kind and higher. It is what people like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, who are the people who decide? Who Who's on your um, your committee this year? Do you have somebody already work, all that worked out? Well, yeah, we usually, we tend to use a lot of the same people, to be honest. They kind of, because they've been doing it for a long time and they enjoy doing it and they always like doing it. But it's just basically a selection of um, former filmmakers, editors, some teachers, film, you know, filmmakers, um, and, you know, just different people like that, industry people, people with the knowledge or some understanding of film. Yeah, because it's actually quite a dedicated thing to be doing. I mean, it takes a lot of time and effort. Yes, <laughs> it does. We try and we try and get it down to that that final bit of judging is um, it, you know, it's about ninety minutes, ninety minutes to two hours of viewing. So on the opening night, <laughs> what do people actually get to see? Um, they get to see the winning, usually finding finalists and winners. Um, because we give away a lot of awards on opening night. So we just we basically do that opening night. We have a pre-party. We play some of the best films and then we announce some of the, those films will be winners and then we announce the winners and um, they get their trophy. So it's usually a fun night. We should have a few drinks beforehand. Um, and then we usually go down to the, um, you know, the railway station down at, um, in Yarraboom. People tend to go there and have a drink afterwards. Mm. So it's a nice night at the at the Sun Cinema. Yeah, it is. It's a good night usually. Yes. Yeah, and so uh, you were saying that the, the best way for people to put uh, their entry, their films in, is online these days. It is. So we've got if you, they come to our website, which is um, settingsun.com.au, and just follow the links. There's a little button there that says submit here, and that will take you to the film freeway. Um, page where you enter, where you, they can enter their film and their details. Is there a price for um, entering, or is it a free entry? It, it, like, uh, it's forty-five dollars for a short film, which is basically pretty much been the same for about eleven years. It's um, not gone up very much, used to, um, and then twenty-five dollars for youth. Oh, cool. That's great. Um, well, it sounds like... Uh, and give, give the listeners the deadline again. The 31st of January, 2024. So two more weeks. <laughs> Thanks very much for talking to us, Anna. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support. The 11th annual Setting Sun International Film Festival is calling for entries for its 2024 festival. Enter your short film or feature and help celebrate the occasion. There are loads of great prices, including $1,000 for best film. For your chance to be in the running and see your film screened at the gorgeous Sun Theatre or at Kindred Studios, both in Yarraville, head to settingsun.com.au. Entries close on the 31st of January 2024. Setting Sun is a 3CR supporter. That's it for Showreel this week. And uh, coming up next is published or not, but we'll go out with a bit of nice music first, The Sweet Life. I want to love her, but I don't want the trouble. 
want a cigarette, you don't want the cancer I want to be a good girl by being naughty Benefits of working hard by only being lazy I want a party but I don't want a tidy I don't want to have a job, I just want the money I want to be a pirate and go sail across the seas on ship of such proportions you would terrorize your dream Nobody knows how the world will turn Whether you're gonna fall in love or gonna be burned No one can help you but a good piece of advice is Do what you want Don't smoke too much You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.